back again and this episode is this episode is sponsored by life and as always is sponsored by even scales media production North Carolina's up and coming media team check us out evenscales.com evenscales at gmail.com that is E-E-V-A-N-S-C-A-L-E-Z. All right. So, out the gate, this uh, this episode is titled Neo-Neck Behavior. Neo-Neck Behavior. You might hear that and think only of um, what we saw with George Floyd um, recently but I look at it a little deeper than that I looked at it more than just about the actual um, the act of the officer having his knee on Mr. Floyd's neck I looked at the behavior and the demeanor and the just the expression of the moment and you know I, I own a training company that's what I do for my um, career I own a training company and I train and we talk about behaviors all the time and it, it just spoke to me what his body language was saying And I realized something. I was born in 1977, so I'm 43 years old. I've seen that behavior, not the not the actual act of knee on neck, but the behavior of and the force of the attitude, the force of the discrimination, the force of the hate directly um, in kinship to the act of having uh, a knee on your neck suffocating the life out of you so started thinking back to just over my life and I can't speak on what happened before 1977 really before 1980 um, I can't I can't speak on any of those things because I wasn't allowed to experience it. It's just stories I've been told. I don't have a direct emotional tie to those moments in history um, for black people, for people. Um, but I do have a connection to everything that happened post my birth. Um, the 80s you know I was a young boy in the 80s but I recall when Jesse Jackson made the decision to run for president in the 80s and how (laughs) the response to that now we didn't have social media back then we just had newspapers and 
um, we had news that came on TV. Um, I didn't grow up with cable, so I only saw the local news. But the audacity of Jesse Jackson running for presidency. In the 80s, that's when I saw the KKK march, too. Um, but the audacity of this black man running for president, encouraging black people to vote after years of the 60s and 70s trying to sort all those things out. And I won't get into all that because I wasn't I wasn't here. But um, the neonic behavior that I remember as a kid as it related to that even though I wasn't an adult and it didn't directly affect me as an adult. I recall hearing a lot of talk about the KKK during those times. And the fear that was spoke on, and I guess it was because in the 80s we were still pretty close to the 60s. It was only 20 years. You know, my grand my grandma was fresh. She was in her 60s, so it was fresh. Well, when I was born, she was probably in her. Mm, she was probably in her late 40s, 50s when I was born. So you you you're saying that, that those memories were fresh in her mind. So the KKK marching in our small town was uh, was scary. And it was just a neo-neck behavior to me because looking back on it, because I know I know for sure that places my family worked, they were probably supervised by some of these members that were in the local KKK marching through it, marching through the streets. I remember being in a soccer game in the 80s, playing uh, late 80s, and through our town on a couple of occasions, there there they go. Um, and for my mom, and even for us knowing it was going to happen, it was like a knee on the neck of my grandma because of the fear of what could have been an outcome for me being the only black kid on out there, not too far from the street from where they were marching. Um, not knowing who was actually under those hoods and if any of their children were out there with me playing soccer. Um, so that was a neo-neck behavior um, and reaction to having a knee on their neck as far as the feeling of it. Um, I remember that I think we even had a discussion about me not playing soccer that day because of the fear of what could be the outcome. It was suffocating the air out of of people of color in my town 
suffocating suffocating the air out um i didn't realize it was suffocating the air out of me but i i I just recall freezing in the moment and, and seeing it it's like a still shot in my head um i don't think we ever really talked about it after the moment but it stayed with me until today and i wondered i always wondered who was i around that had a parent or aunt or uncle that was under one of those hoods marching neonic behavior and then the 90s come 91 nwa one of my favorite groups prominent in compton one of my favorite groups all-time favorite rap groups they were harsh they were raw they said it. I enjoyed their music. I still enjoy their music. Um, but 91, Rodney King. I recall watching TV, um, seeing that replayed over and over, that brutal beating by those 14 cops. Brutal. I, I just knew, man, whew, those, they're going to jail. They're going to get a lot of time. Um, nobody got charged. 92, you have the L.A. riots. People were pissed. Um, knee on neck behavior. We just watched a man get beat down. Sound familiar? 90s early 90s guy gets beat down we just know that something is going to come from that nothing nothing comes from that I looked it up Rodney Glenn King an American construction worker turned writer after surviving an act of police brutality by the Los Angeles Police Department, which was very corrupt. Um, on March 3rd, 1991, King was beaten by LAPD officers after a high-speed chase during his arrest for drunk for drunk driving on I-210. Civilian George Holliday filmed the incident from his nearby balcony and sent the footage to the local news station, KTLA. The footage clearly showed an unarmed king on the ground being beaten after initially evading arrest. The incident was covered by news media around the world and caused a public furor. Uh, Police Chief Darrell Gates says, We believe the officers used excessive force taking him into custody. In review, we find that officers struck him with batons between 53 and 56 times no charges were filed against King so excessive force okay neonic behavior because he eluded or he eluded the police um it was justified neonic behavior Oh, he deserved it because he 
because he didn't comply. Um, when he was released, he spoke to reporters from his wheelchair with injuries evident. He had a broken right leg. His face was badly cut and swollen. Bruises on his body, a burn area to his chest where he had been jolted with 50,000 of the 50,000 volt stun gun. He described how he had knelt, spread his hands out, and slowly tried to move so as not to make any stupid move being hit across the face by a billy club and shocked by it. He said he was scared for his life as they drew down on him. Four officers were eventually tried on charges of use of excessive force. Of these three, of these three were acquitted, and the jury failed to reach a verdict on one charge for the fourth. Within hours of the acquittal, 1992 Los Angeles riots started. I think earlier I said 14 police. Um, I misquoted that. But the point is, um, 92, 91, 92. 92 was a result of neo-neck behavior. The riots that we saw. It lasted six days. 63 people were killed. 2,300 were injured. Um... Very similar to 90, 91, 92, um, what we're seeing right now. So here's my thing. I'm sick. I'm done with people. I'm done with people saying that this is created. The media creates it. Uh, it's not racism. Things are different. Uh, we play victims as brown-skinned people. We deserve it. Um, the excuse my language, but the bullshit that people have the nerve to say about it, and it goes back to my podcast I did yesterday, episode I did yesterday, speaking of how our president speaks and incites these hateful. Look at the words people say about these issues. Like, um, people my age, what the hell are you thinking? Like, you were there, you, you watched, you grew up when I did. Some of you thought you were cool growing up. You liked all the rap music I liked. You know, you 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 dressed. You were influenced by these things. You you were infatuated with the black culture. It was cool. You rode around with your systems and your vehicles and big speakers, subwoofers, amps, rims. I remember. I remember. I remember this. And here we are, 2020, and now we're creating 
this. We're creating this. We're, we're exaggerating this. We're the hell is wrong with, with with you with you like what I you know I I probably things that you heard your parents say that oh man when we when we were young if you were around my age 43 when you were a teenager you probably was like I'll never talk like that I'll never treat people like that um I got a black friend man this stuff just happening that we see and cool when we saw what we saw in 90 91 92 as we were getting towards our because uh, I graduated in 95 so you know here we are getting towards this this time of our life when we're about to hit mid-teens to adulthood in that phase of the 90s. Um, and now here we are tw- 20, 25 years later and we're gun supporting, violence supporting, Trump supporting, uh, racist. Let's be real. Your neo-neck behavior stamps you. Let's, let's just call it what it is. It's not that you've, pili- you've picked this political stance. You've picked the racist stance. And now you have the neo-neck behavior. Because if you can look at what actually happened to Mr. Floyd and justify it because his record says he was a criminal his autopsy report had a lot of uh, couldn't really prove but we'll we'll say uh, drugs in his system he wasn't a hero you justify you got your hand in in your pocket and you have your knee one you have your foot in on the pavement and one knee in the back of a neck suffocating the air out with your dumbass comments with your bravery to type what you type on Facebook the post that you share um, the the uh, the meaning words that that is used um the fact that you couldn't probably have a conversation with me or anybody else of color without having your gun strapped to your waist because you got a card saying you can carry it. Um, your neo-neck behavior, your bully behavior, you know. Um, so my, my timeline of seeing these things since being born in 77 it's history repeat, repeating itself the only difference now is and I said this in an earlier episode probably my first one the only difference now is we have a lot more platforms now we have a lot more outlets to speak as brown skin minority people 
more powerful positions now. If you got to take time to put your knee on somebody's neck, not just, you know, you have mental health issues if you actually put your physical knee on somebody's neck. Something's wrong with you. Um, But the bully mentality of using words, not to somebody's face, but on Facebook or in your private conversations with your neo-neck friends. Um, you know, that that mentality. You, you're not as powerful as you used to be. You're just angry because a lot of us can take your knee, push it off our neck, and put you on your back. But the mark of strength is because I was able to get you up off my neck. Now that I got you on your back, I ain't putting my foot through your face. That's the mark of the power and the strength that we can display because I'm not going to give you back the same knee on neck behavior. But you trust and believe that I'm going to encourage people you actually have the strength to get up and get this knee off your neck back them up it's words it's it's a bully mentality Um, recognize it look at our timeline um if our parents took their timeline back, this neo-neck behavior has been happening. If we could trace it back like a family tree, it's, it's happening. I have a job to do to use my strength in a different way than once I get you off my neck to put take my foot and put it through your face. I have to do something different than that. Um... But we have to identify what this neo-neck behavior is. Because it is just what that says. It's a behavior. Um, It's not the actual act of the knee on the neck. It is the behavior, the body language, and the verbal expressions that goes along with that action. So now that we can identify the behavior, we have to identify the appropriate reaction. Look around and see who is trying to put their knee on your neck. Identify that and then identify what your appropriate positive reaction is going to be to get their knee off your neck and to get them down on their back and show them that you are the bigger person, the wiser person, the more powerful person because you made the decision to not stick your foot through their face just because they had their knee on your neck.